You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Good Monday morning, everybody. I am Glenn Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for July 31st, episode 3236. Good morning, horse people. I have good news and bad news for you on this Monday morning. First, the bad. It's Monday. But the good news is really good. Jamie and Glenn are here to guide you through another week filled with horse talk and a whole lot of fun. Welcome to Horses in the Morning. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. You know what we have today? Leslie, Uh, the animal communicator, is back, and she's going to do a reading of Jamie's horse, Zeus, which we've all been waiting for. I can't wait to see what he has to say about you. I'm so (laughs) nervous. I was really nervous with Scooter, too, when she did Scooter last month. But she's kind enough to come back and do Zeus, and uh, hmm, all of us want to know, because we've we've grown up with Zeus in your life. <laughs> yes, we have. Oh, some more than others. <laughs> if you've been here for a long time, you, how how what year did you get Zeus? I I got Zeus in 2016. He came from Carson City, wow. Nevada, the Northern Nevada Correctional Center. He's Seems a Mustang that. that was gentled by the um the inmates and I mean, to say that he was green broke would be generous. Um, so I, we went all the way through novice, novice level eventing, schooling, training, and and it, it it's been a roller coaster. And he's a whole lot of personality, to put it mildly. <laughs> we all know him as this escape artist who would just escape every day or every other day or every time you went away. Just it well, seemed like he I, was always escaping. I always had a theory about that. So, and it'll be interesting to see what comes up in the reading because Zeus, his he was never in the wild. His mom was captured, pregnant, and then he was born into a holding pen. And he lived there for six years before mm, the inmates selected him. <laughs> For the programs, I, I they must just praised Jesus every time and then when that horse finally got sold. <laughs> He's gone. Well, we're going to do that. We have some question first world problems. I have some celebs with horses in the news. We haven't done that in a long time. Uh, but and, and you know, this is our monthly appearance of a question first world problems. So our auditors, do they have problems? By the way, uh, one or two. Okay, one or two. Right. Actually, there's one that actually made me pee a little. It was so fun. <laughs> okay. Good. All right. So we had this big news, of course, over the weekend. And a lot of our listeners, of course, follow Endurance. And I think that's partly because we have an Endurance episode that's been on the show for 10 years. So with Karen. Uh, but the big news over the weekend was many-time guest of the Endurance episode, Jeremy Reynolds, who's a neighbor who's who's actually going to live a couple miles from me at the new place uh, where we bought the trees. He lives a couple miles from there in, oh, in, cool. in the winter. Um, but Jeremy Reynolds uh, won Tevis, and he came in before dark at 829 p.m. And the interesting thing there was, uh, well, he has a 13-year-old Arabian called Treasure. And I know you saw the picture, too, which I went, what? Uh, he rode with no bridle at all, just a neck rope. That's it. And he rode the whole thing, the whole thing. with whole no bridle? miles on the sides of mountains. <laughs> See, as an inventor, I looked at it and I was like, oh, crap, his bridle broke. <laughs> 
It's in a ravine someplace. Nope, that wasn't it. He rode the whole thing. Now, Jeremy's also known for running a lot of the trail. He'll get off and, and just run with his horse. And so he's crazy. He, okay. Like 20 <laughs> to 25 miles of a 100-mile race, he'll run. So he's like the super athlete dude and one of the most well-known endurance riders in the country uh, and one of the most prolific. He won to get back in 2019 also. So he's won it like five times, I think. I think it's like a fifth time. So, yeah, no bridle at all. Just amazing. I don't, I don't know how he did it. an ultimate d- d- like display of communication that you have with your horse. Wow. Well, and Karen always says with endurance, you know, especially when riding those tricky paths, you know, where it's a thousand, two thousand foot drop and you've got a path that's two feet wide. She says, just get out of the way of the horse. Let the horse do it. And she said, riders get in trouble when they get when they take control from the horse. The horse doesn't want to die. The horse is going to put his feet where he <laughs> needs to put his feet. So that's what she always preaches. And this is a testament to that, right? Probably, I mean, you're ultimately out of the way of your horse if you got a neck rope and that's it. Uh, Gabriella Blakely came in second, only eight minutes behind Jeremy with her 14-year-old Arabian named Pyro. And the Hagen Cup, and that's for the most fit. They actually bring the horses back the next day, and they see who recovered the best and kind of the most fit. And that went to Haley Moquin uh, and Freaky, who came in sixth place, place, a 14-year-old Arab. See a trend there, a 13-year-old Arab, 14-year-old Arab, 14-year-old Arab. And I will tell you that Karen has Jeremy booked and Heather, his wife, who came in ninth, has them both booked for next uh, a week from tomorrow's Endurance Day here on Horses in the Morning and also has Haley booked. So we'll have a bunch of guests that will be all Tevis talk next week. Also, if you remember right, I mentioned on Friday Hal, uh, Hal um, what is his last name? I forget his last Hal name. Hal Hall? Yeah, Hal Hall, that's right. He, it's uh, right here on the page. I don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was looking at a different place. But he actually finished his 32nd comp- completion of uh, of Tevis. 32nd wow. time completing Tevis. He came in 21st place. They had a 65% completion rate. And as, as far as I know, from what everything I read, there were no accidents on course. Everybody was good. There was a horse that tied up, but the horse tied up even before the start. So that wasn't race related um and they apparently this year because they had some accidents last year and actually lost a couple horses they did a ton of maintenance on the trail this year like a ton of maintenance and it needed maintenance because they had those record snows remember this year up there so it needed a ton of maintenance but apparently the trail was in good shape and uh have a 65 percent completion rate in 100 miles like that is really good now the other thing for one of our sponsors that's really good is three out of the four top finishers were right Wintech saddles. Wow, that's so, awesome. So there you go. Uh, it's like I'm a Tevis Cup rider because I have a Wintech. Wintech. <laughs> so good for Wintech. For, uh, I'm sure they're going to be playing that up. And I think Jeremy was one of them. I think he was riding in a Wintech also. He took it apart, though. He kind of takes his saddles apart and redoes them. But it, it started out as a Wintech. Now I don't know what it is. It's a modified Wintech. Uh, we'll talk to him about that next week, too. But anyway, let's do some daily Winnies and get on with the show. Happy 
Well, we have a bunch of auditors with birthdays today. Kimberly, Denise, Alyssa, Amanda, Teresa, Danielle, and our own Joy Orr of the Retired Racehorse Show, uh, Retired Racehorse Podcast. Happy birthday to all of you. You know how certain people, when they pop up, you get pictures that you can post on their birthday? Mm-hmm. With Joy, there was like 35 of them. <laughs> so I had to pick which ones I wanted to post. I've seen her quite a bit. So also, congratulations to our Irish friends. We have some listeners over there. Ireland is now the new European show jumping champions at three different categories, under 16, under 18, and under 21. They have always kicked butt in show jumping, especially in the juniors. And this year, they especially did. So I don't think Irish know how to jump. Um, plus, Team Germany... Always kicks butt in dressage, and they took the gold medal at the 2023 European Pony Championships in Le Mans, France. On Thursday, silver went to Denmark, and third went to Belgium. Or, or, yeah, oh, that's right. So, yeah, Belgium took third. Netherlands came in fourth. They were upset about that. (laughs) So, (laughs) they are usually up there as well. All right, some of you, and you know who you are, were taking bets over the weekend after I discussed the fact that Nelda at Horse and Hound Rescue is trying to end my marriage because somebody surrendered a six-month-old Basset Hound puppy. And I already have two Bassets and two Border Collies, and I don't need another dog. Well, she started sending me Friday afternoon a flood of text messages of pictures of this dog. Now, did I request the pictures of the dog We're not going to go there. That's not the discussion we're going to have. We're going to discuss the fact that I was sitting down and I just got a text and I was looking through them like swipe right, swipe right, swipe right, looking at all these pictures. And at that exact moment, my husband and son walked into the room. Now, it looked like a setup, but I literally was just receiving the texts. And Chad looks down and he was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I just got the text. He's like, you're staging this. Like you were in here to show me these. And I'm like, no, I just got the text. And Lucas looks, oh my God. And Chad's like, well, that is actually a nice looking dog. Why is it there? Well, apparently somebody decided that it was a good idea to, while you're living in the dorm at OU, Oklahoma university to get a Basset Hound puppy, keep it in the dorm in a crate while you're at school and doing all the things. I don't know well, why. I don't know why people that go to college think they have to have a dog in the dorm. I don't get it. Well, yeah, apparently you can't. And um, so <laughs> he was then surrendered to horse and hound and i said well how did they find you the internet so these people went on and looked and found horse and hound which is just a great thing that they had it and his name his name so his name is murphy he's a registered basset hound six months old and so um i don't know like is he cheating on me what is going on you know when like a man brings flowers home for no reason you're like what did you do that's how i feel because chad was like i think we should get him and I was like, what? 
what is, who are you and what did you do with my husband? Are you having an affair? I like how <laughs> you're turning then, this around on him. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> he was like, he was like, well, can we, can we take, uh, and I was like, we can foster him and take him on trial and see if he works out. And he was like, okay, well, let's, let's do it. Because here's the other thing is we have two very senior dogs and we got Homer because we were about to lose our Jack Russell, who we have since lost. And so it was like, it's nice to have, incorporate them with the trained dogs, you know, so they're easier and they kind of go with the pack. And we have two that are not going to hang on for much longer. And so he was like, yeah, just get it. And we'll, you know, try to see if it works. Well, oh my God, this puppy bless its heart. It. So at night I have a mud room full, like where the dog, it's, it's supposed to be a mud room. It's more like just stacks of dog beds all over the place and guinea pigs and all the, it's the animal room. <laughs> and so I, I have a little puppy crate, big puppy crate and I put him in there and oh my God, he screamed. It's so bad. And I mean, just screamed all night long. And all of us were in the house like, oh, my God. So I think what happened was he was crated in a dorm room. Mm, this is just our guest. Probably, oh, yeah. And he was left in this crate, just has severe anxiety about being in the crate. So I but I have like wood and nice furnishings in there. So I didn't want to just let be like, go, go out. Plus I have the older dogs who need a respite from the puppy. So he has to stay in this giant crate. So I flipped on all the lights and he actually went to sleep um, eventually after screaming. And then night number two, no problem. He was like, okay, cool. We live, I live here. <laughs> this is what we do. This is how it is. And, and he is doing great. His name is Murphy. And so we're going to be seeing a ton of puppy pictures. Oh my God. You know how hard it was for me to not post 7,000 yesterday because all I do is take pictures of this puppy because Bass and all puppies are like the cutest things in the whole wide world. All right. You need to send me one for the show notes. We'll post one in the show notes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe Chad said yes. And we got up there. I can't believe you said yes either. (laughs) Because this puts you in official dog hoarder territory, according to my count. Well, we're back up to five, Glenn. Well, it's just yeah, five. Yeah, we determined over four was kind of going toward hoarding. <laughs> I just can't believe I have all these basset hounds. Like, what happened? Uh, like, what happened? It's they just are the my... cutest ever. I mean, he's got to be adorable. He is really, really cute. So I will definitely send you a pic. And Lucas is so excited. And and it's. I told him, I was like, all right, buddy, because Homer's mine. Like, Homer is my dog. We got him for me. He's my dog. He loves me. He follows me around. And so I was like, this is your dog. Okay. And his name, he came with the papers and his name is Murphy. And so I'm like, this is your dog. And so now he's like, it's my dog. And the first night the dog was crying. He's like, are we going to be able to keep him? And I was like, dude. What do I do for a living? I train animals. It'll be fine. <laughs> he was like, oh, "Okay, cool." Because <laughs> it was it was violent in there, but I got it sorted out, and he's he's doing great. And so a lot of um, growing pains, but let now, us know if you won money on the bets uh, that happened about whether she would get this and how long it took. Yeah, yeah, we talked about this Friday, yeah. and I was it, it, was it took less than twenty four hours. I picked him up Saturday morning. <laughs> so. so whoever had one day in the pool uh, <laughs> gets the win. <laughs> That's funny. 
<laughs> All right, let's do some celeb. By the way, congratulations. On, oh, thank on- you. And by the way, just uh, in typical Flyver Farm fashion, when they get here, they then get neutered. So he will be <laughs> oh, neutered. Not- oh, yeah, he wouldn't be neutered yet, would he? No, no. yeah, he, he got dropped off a couple weeks ago unneutered. And I, I think he's supposed to be like a stud dog. And I'm like, bye-bye. Well, if he barked like that at the college, I can see why he's gone. <laughs> it's exactly as, as soon as we were in there, we were like, well... We know why somebody gave him up. <laughs> he probably needs his own little pack, too. He'll be happy to have his own little pack to play uh, with. You know, he's immediately already better. He and Homer love each other. They're playing. They wrestle. They play in the tall grass. It was so cute. They're doing, like, a little hide-and-seek thing. He has not figured out chickens, and he has not figured <laughs> out guinea pigs. So, work in progress. All right. Well, we'll see how many chickens and guinea pigs make it through this process. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think you're right. All right, we have some celebrities in the news. I haven't done this in a while, but then the stories kept piling up, so I had to do them. And there's some weird stories here. First is Harry Styles. You like Harry Styles? Um, I'm too old to like Harry Styles. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was thinking he's probably younger than I And he sings one song that I am going to polarize half the audience. He was One Direction, right? So, yeah, he was in yeah. One Direction. He's adorable. He's really funny. I've seen him on a lot of stuff. He's really great. But he has one song that is like the most annoying song in the history is it of the world. Daylight? Because that's the one I'm going to talk about. No, oh, it's okay. Watermelon Sugar High. Watermelon. <laughs> Alexa, play Watermelon Sugar High. No, don't do that. You're welcome. Don't, Alexa. <laughs> so Harry Styles did a video for his song Daylight, and apparently he rode a horse. And there's going to be a guessing game at the end of this, right? Oh, okay. I'm All ready. right. Hey, so he rode a horse, and uh, he got this Stampede Stunt Company from England to help him out in the video. Now, usually when actors ride horses in either TV shows or videos or musicians ride horses, they go and they take lessons, especially when the horse is supposed to rear in the video. Well, Harry said he was too busy and he showed up 20 minutes before. Oh, God. And they had to teach him to ride in 20 minutes. Um, And basically, his coach was uh, Zaina Cousins Greenwood. She was the instructor. And apparently she said, look... Just look like you're confident on a horse and just fake it. Because in 20 minutes, I can't tell you to do anything. Yeah. So, so he did. Weird. He didn't get bucked off. He actually did the rear. And apparently everything was fine. Uh, but And he did apologize for, for not taking lessons and showing up like he was supposed to. Uh, so I guess the, the make and model of the horse. Well, obviously, it's a black Frisian. There you go. They brought <laughs> they brought a white horse along, an Andalusian or something. But he, of course, the director picked the black black Frisian as the one he wanted. So didn't ride the white one, rode the black one, and it was a black Frisian horse named Teak. Oh, I so. just googled it. Harry, lean forward a little more, please. You're gonna come <laughs> off the back of the horse. Apparently, they were just happy he didn't die. <laughs> well, can you imagine being the riding instructor and you're like, oh my god, you guys, I am giving a lesson <laughs> to Harry Styles today. He's gonna be coming every week for the next three months, and then like he never shows up. Right. Can you imagine, like, womp womp? She's such a liar. He is not coming here. What are you talking about? I swear to God, he's gonna come today. That's he's gonna right. come. I talked to his publicist, and he's coming. And then womp womp. That's the no-show. God, that would suck. All right. Kylie Jenner's in the news, too. This is actually an older story, but it's just kind of come out now. Uh, She has a five-year-old daughter named Stormy, of course. Um, (laughs) Sorry. And she's a huge fan of the Disney's Frozen franchise. Uh, So uh, in honor of Frozen, uh, Kylie decided to buy her a pony, 
Bought her a pony from the Netherlands, had it shipped over. Uh, a $200,000 pony named was- Frozen. Oh, I was going to say, is the pony's name Stormy? No, Stormy's <laughs> name Frozen, a uh, little white pony, and had it shipped over $200,000 pony. Nice little birthday gift for your five-year-old. Um, did you know also, in related news, that Kim Kardashian Kim Kardashian owns 14 Frisians? Um, I did not, because I, I don't really that. follow the Kardashians. I don't either, and that's why it shocked me when I read this. I didn't know she even had horses, let alone 14 Frisians. So, I'm sure she's out mucking stalls every morning. <laughs> Frisians are in the news today. Uh, also, we're going to go on now to Beyonce. Beyonce bought her daughter, Blue Ivy, when she was born, a horse. But it wasn't a live horse. It was a little gold toy horse to play with when she was born. Apparently, it was her favorite toy. Uh, I remember us talking about that. It was like stupid expensive, right? $600,000. Ugh. Now, she did say in the story, at the end of the day, I just know I'll probably have the worst spoiled little kid ever. Yes. (laughs) You know what? I'm in the camp of what Beyonce wants, Beyonce gets. Sorry. <laughs> Apparently so. Um, Which so, inevitably turns to Blue Ivy, so it's fine. <laughs> do you remember Boris Becker, the tennis player? German yes. tennis player. was real good for a time and everything. Got yeah. in big trouble, though, over the years for not paying taxes. Uh-oh. Well, apparently, Oops. one of the times when he got in trouble, uh, he, and this is at the Maraloka Country Club in Santa Panza, which is... You're so white. I know. I don't know. We even know where this is. It's over in Europe someplace. So apparently he, it was a luxury condo and a luxury estate. Well, he owned horses, but apparently over there you have to pay taxes on your horses, and he hadn't paid any taxes. And when the tax assessor came, he hid the horses in his master bedroom. Apparently took him in the master bedroom and hid him in there, hoping the tax collector wouldn't find him. Uh, his ex-wife uh, said that, yes, he did find him, and he ended up, uh, that ended up being uh, on his uh, debt bill, which he ended up doing jail for, for a period of time. But yeah, he hid the horses in the master bedroom, because that's where you hide horses. Oh, in his mansion. sure. Uh, and then also Kelly Clarkson, uh, you know, she's been going through this divorce, it's been... Highly public, and everybody's been talking about the divorce. Well, she has now ended up as the sole owner of her $10.4 million ranch in Phillipsburg, Montana. Now, the Warren Peak Ranch is 6,388 acres. How is she going to get everything done with that type of small plot? Now, she did say that it's her favorite place in the world and that that will be her home forever and she will never sell the property, um, that she likes going there. It's a breath of fresh air. Now, apparently, it doesn't have a huge house on it, like a huge 10,000-square-foot house like you would expect. It has a little cabin with bunk beds, a dining room, and a burning stove or, or a wood-burning stove, and that's it. It's very charming. Uh, they play games there with the kids. She takes the kids there, and they hang out at the Montana ranch. She apparently does have horses, but I could not find anything. And they say that little is known about her horses that she or what breeds or anything that she keeps on the ranch. There was a picture of her one daughter riding a pony, but that's all I know. Uh, but she did win the ranch, and so you don't have to feel bad for Kelly. She's... All right, Lisa, celebs with horses, get <laughs> Kelly Clarkson on. I yeah. Mean... Yeah, seriously. Yeah. By the way, there's a new one of those coming out in the next couple of days. I'll let you know on Wednesday. A new celebs with horses is coming out. It's all edited, ready to go. So there's my celebs in the news. 
Now, uh, Cosequin ASU joint and hoof pellets contain quality ingredients to support joint and hoof health and leave out the fillers, molasses, and alfalfa, all while delivering the taste horses love. The colors of our ingredients shine through for a difference you can see. Visit CosequinEquine.com. That's CosequinEquine.com. Well, something came up, uh, Glenn. Sorry to interrupt you there. Something came up on the Horses in the Morning auditor's Facebook page. And I thought it was kind of interesting um, to get kind of a discussion going about it. So Betty, who is one of our auditors, uh, she she actually is a former owner of Duke. And she, I bought Duke from her. And then I got this horse that I rescued off Craigslist. Um, and she bought him for me. And so we have each other's horses. And he is a beautiful Overo black and white paint that is just her very bestest friend. When she had him here, she, I bought him, she, I, I went and got him and she immediately bought him and just was like, let's just, I'll put him in training with you and you can let me know what you think. So anyway, she gave me, I said, well, what do you want me to call him? And she gave me like a list of all these names. And one of the names on the list was Gus. Well, this horse, when I came from Craigslist, he had like 600 ticks all over him. He was skin and bone and just, and so I, and he was just mad at the world. So I, I was like, well, we'll take Gus and we'll call him Grumpy Gus because he is grumpy. So Grumpy Gus um, went to live with her. And I've actually since visited and rode him. And he is like the perfect angel baby trail horse. Like she does, she does mounted shooting with him. She does uh, trail classes. She did like the bomb proofing clinic for police horses. She has taken this horse everywhere and done everything. They are best of friends. Well, I guess over the weekend, she she took him on a ride and, and this is like in the mountains. I mean, it is some severe trails and I guess at one point, like the trail gave way and the horse started, Gus started to go down, down this like Rocky switchback and he started to go down. She came off and at some point he, so he started to roll over and like did some sort of like, ginormous feat of strength to not step on her and he recovered and like jumped up to the top and she ended up after this like tremendously horrible fall she did break her wrist but she says she feels lucky to come out with just a fractured wrist considering it was so treacherous and 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 grumpy gus saved her by doing everything in his power to not step on her and so she decided and she she bought him from me probably, you know, two, three, three years ago. And she now has decided that she wants to rename him and she loves the name Kent Clark Kent. Um, when he is like, you know, before well, he, he did turns save into Superman. Yeah. <laughs> and then some days he's Roy Kent from Ted Lasso. You have to watch Ted <laughs> okay, Lasso to know that because Roy Kent is notoriously very grumpy. So she's got the best of both worlds with this name. And she was asking, is it okay to rename a horse that you've had for a long time? What are your thoughts on it? I've never done that. I mean, I've re- everybody renames them when they first get them, right? What's the difference? So if I get a horse, you know, at the beginning, I'm renaming him from what the pre- previous people called him, you know, a lot of times. So what's the difference of me then renaming him later on? Yeah, I mean... 
one of the comments which I really liked was uh, that is a discussion that you and he have together. You know, like <laughs> you you go with that. But I started thinking about it. There's a lot of a lot of very um, long-standing names of locations and teams and all these things that change all the time, and for whatever reason, then I think that I think. I'm, and I'm not an expert, but th- in the world of like Native Americans, they would they would add names or change names depending on what accomplishments the the people had, you know. And so, I think that if this is your name is growing, then you can change. I mean, you know what? In the end, it's your damn horse. Do whatever you want. Now, I um, will say, though, on the other side of it, I think Scooter knows his name, but I could be wrong. He could just know my voice. He, Let's be honest. You come walking out and Scooter sees a big, <laughs> giant, carrot-topped human walking to him like, hello, I'm a carrot. Come and get some food. So, yeah, But I use his name all the time when I'm driving him. So when you tell him to do something, I use his name first. So, Scooter Trot. Yep, yeah, no, that's right. My horses, a yeah. lot of them know their names, but you know what? But they uh, will they learn a new one probably. <laughs> one of the dogs I have came to me when she was eight years old, and she had a name and didn't really respond to it. And so I gave her a different name, and immediately I like did one of those like say all these names in a row, and whichever one she looked at, and she was looked at me like, "Yep, that's it. There it is." And so I think that they, you know, maybe we can ask our psychic about that <laughs> about changing it names. That's a good idea. Actually, if you changed their name. We'll ask her that first, and we have her coming up next. So, uh, yeah, let us know how you feel about the changing names. Now, not when you first get them. This is after you've owned the horse or dog or whatever for a while. Uh, That's the difference here. Um, I'd be interested to hear. I'd never done it, so I don't know. Uh, But Leslie's coming up. She's an animal communicator, and she is a Reiki master. She is with ispeaktoanimals.com. She came on, if you remember right, last month and did Scooter, and we had a chat together. And now um, we're going to talk to her about Oh, God, my palms are sweaty. You can enjoy your favorite equine videos all in one place with Ride TV, the ultimate equine streaming platform. The newly relaunched Ride TV has all the series you love, like mini horses and ridiculous ranches, plus top-tier training videos and event footage from Horse and Rider On Demand and BarrelRacing.com. Live the action, learn from the pros, love the stories. Subscribe to Ride TV today for only $19.99 to see where your ride takes you. Visit RideTVGo.tv to subscribe. Hi, Leslie. Thanks for coming back. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I know I heard from a couple of our listeners that talked to you since our your first appearance, so I hope that went well for them. Um, now, we just were talking about two seconds ago about changing names of pets. Now, this isn't when you first get a pet, either horse or dog or whatever. Cats, I don't think, care. They don't count. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, so we wanted to ask you. Now, I've owned the pet for a long time, and I just feel it's time for a name change. Do they care? So, um, interestingly enough, a lot of times they want to be called something different than they are called. Um, for example, uh, I had a client that, um, was calling her horse Sally Sassy Pants (laughs) and, um, the horse didn't like it. And she said, first of all, my, it's derogatory. And second of all, my name isn't even Sally. 
she said that um, when there was a mistake somewhere along the way, and her name was really Soleil, and um, wanted to be called that. And once um, she started calling her Soleil, um, then the relationship really bloomed and blossomed. And wow. I think it was really just more of a respecting and probably dropping the sassy pants part, you know, um, really helped. But yeah, I have talked to him before with all, they'll say, um, yeah, you know, I don't care. Uh, call me whatever you want. Uh, you have so many nicknames for me. Or sometimes they say, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like this one. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, doesn't fit me. So, so jerk, yeah, it's, jerk it's is okay. not their favorite uh, because I know, right. I know Zeus had been called jerk a few times by uh, Chad, uh, Jamie's husband. Uh, you know what we should do? We should just have, uh, I'm going to give her your number and let her talk it out with her horse through you. I love it. That's perfect. We'll have her talk to you. All right, uh, Leslie, Jamie, take it away. All right. Well, I mean, I, I let's see. The only information that I've given you at this point was how long I've had him. Uh, Zeus is his name and I think his age. So you take it right. away. What am I in for? Yeah, so um, I'm just going to ask him real quickly to just tell me about his personality a little bit. And um, one of the things that he said is he said he's very smart, um, but he said that he's um, probably too clever for his own good because he's pretty sure that if he wanted to, you know, um, open gates and stuff, he he could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can. And, yeah. And he says that um, he thinks he's just hilarious. He thinks he's super funny. Um, but some of the things he's shown me are kind of um, uh, mischievous sort of funny things. You know, he thinks they're funny, but we think they're a bit mischievous. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's, um, you know, it's kind of like tripping someone and then, you know, thinking that's funny. <laughs> You know, okay. Sort of so, so that's what, it, what, when you say he's showing you, what is he showing you? Like somebody he's, falling um, down? No. Um, I mean, that was just a bad example. Actually, I was thinking of like a little kid tripping someone and thinking it was funny, but um, <laughs> he, so what he was showing me, was he, sh he was showing me laughing, you know, all the time. And then he showed me like shoving you with his head, uh, but you weren't ready for it, you know? And he was like, Oh, you know, he just thought that was, you know, really hilarious. Oh my God. So, <laughs> and he also said that, um, and sometimes it is actually funny. Like he is a bit of a goof, he says. Um, but one thing I wanted to ask you is he told me he's a high stepper. And um, I said, I, what does that mean? And he said, I can jump really high. Is he a jumper? He is a, he was in his, in his past uh, career at an event horse. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he did jump very high for, for his, for a Mustang. Oh, okay. So yeah, he said, um, I don't know why he called it a high stepper, but that's his word for it. And, um, so I, I wasn't familiar with that. And I said, well, what does that mean? And he goes, oh, I can jump really high like that. <laughs> uh, he also says that he is um, super handsome um, and that he hears that a lot. And uh, But he also said he's not really super stereotypical for his breed. So do you find that he's not um, 
the usual? Oh, this is like really hard um, to to listen to and react to. Like I, I have a, a almost a visceral kind of reaction to hearing all of this. It's crazy. Um, yes, I, I mean I am. I am not. Yeah, he is definitely not like the others. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he's, okay. oh, he's a, he's a Mustang and, and Mustangs aren't typically event horses and safe and wonderful. And, 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 and yeah. Uh, yeah. So I would say, sorry, my, I'm sweating. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I would say that he's, t- he's not typical of his breed in my experience, but there are horses okay. that do what he does, but he does it in his own way. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So did you have anything you wanted to ask him or tell him? Uh, I would like to know if he's happy. Mm. He says that he is very happy because um, he's um, he's the favorite, he says. Um, so he thinks he's, you know, kind of spoiled. And um, he says that... Um, you kind of meet him where he is, meaning I think that you didn't really ask him to change or become something different. You sort of accept him for who he is. And um, well, actually, that could have a couple of meanings, couldn't it, Jamie? <laughs> oh, we're going to lose Jamie here. <laughs> so, um, so I'm going to jump in because that could, while she's recovering, that could mean that she meets him where he is because he's not living with her right now. He He's at a ranch, and you nailed it. He works at a ranch, uh, and he is the favorite at the ranch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. He he is quite um, the personality, you know, big personality, big personality. That's Zeus. <laughs> Zeus lives Sorry. up to his godlike uh, title. <laughs> so he he was not sound enough to continue to compete like he did so i found him a place to go that doesn't change him it makes it he's exactly where physically and mentally i think he needs to be so that's interesting to hear him say that mm-hmm. yeah so he's um <clears throat> Very grateful for that because he says that a lot of times um, horse people have a job in mind for the horse, whether it fits or not. And he said, you didn't, you know, you didn't do that. So, um, and, and a lot of other things, you just, you let him be who he is. So he's, um, so yeah, he is very happy. He said um, that you need to come visit more though. I just visited him last week. Excuse me. Yeah, uh, he's he's a happy guy. Um, I do miss him. Like I, I, it it feels like like part of me was like I like you're giving up on that, but it's it's reassuring to hear you say that he said that because it was really hard for me to to make that decision. But I just figure I just thought he'd be the happiest there, but. Just when I was there, you know, I just hopped on him and rode him into the pond. And I was like, you know what? I haven't galloped a horse bareback in forever. So I just hopped on him bareback and just galloped him around. Just like he's he's just such a fun horse. And he does have a lot of personality. Like galloping him bareback, I'm like, there is a slight chance that he's going to do something 
to make himself laugh. <laughs> but you're in the water. What could go wrong? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, he did actually roll with the human on his back in the water. So he, he is. He did think that was very funny, I'm sure. Well, there's the tripping mm-hmm. kid, right? The analogy used yeah. earlier. <laughs> That's funny. And, you know, Jamie was telling me, and you talked about this more off the air than on the air, uh, that they really, I mean, they love him out there. So. Yeah, he's a, he's the favorite. Does can you ask him if um, does anything hurt? Mm, good question. Um, he says his left knee, you know, so his left back leg, his knee um, gets a little sore from time to time, but he said it's not like oh, it's just more like oh that knee. Um, it's it's a really dull ache. And he said usually it's when he does something stupid. <laughs> um, he said it's not even just from like long walks or something like that. It's when he does something that he knows he shouldn't do, you know, overdoing it and stuff. Um, but he says that. Um, so that would be like his left stifle? It, on our body, it would literally be our left knee. Okay. So, uh, so left stifled in, I guess. So I really should know my horse anatomy better. <laughs> the, knee, <laughs> the knee with the patella is where the, the our our human knee is the horse's stifle. Okay, thank you. Gotcha. I and, and that's interesting because <laughs> I didn't I didn't have that one checked out. We 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 did we checked everything out, but we didn't check stifles. So I'm right. I'm writing this. Yeah, down. it's it's very mild. Um. Like I said, it's it's a very you just described everybody like, my age and all, all, all our parts there actually. You go. There you go. Yeah. So um, the ache is is more like makes me feel like when I've been on my feet, you know, all day, and then you lay down and your knees kind of like, oh, I feel my knee. Um, but you didn't really notice it when you're up and you know walking around. It's kind of when you um, you know sort of stop and quiet yourself. Um, so. So it's not too bad. Did she have anything to say bad about Jamie? Please tell me there's something that he said. <laughs> Did he swear at her? Does he use colorful language? Oh. He says that um, that actually he respects her, and that is a very high regard. Um, you know, of course, he, he loves her, of course, but the fact that he respects her, because as you guys know, horses don't always say that kind of thing. Um, for them to have respect for someone is um, huge, huge. Leslie, I was hoping for something better than that. Like, uh, oh, okay. I wasn't. So you're good. <laughs> he, he says she eats too much junk food. No, I'm just <laughs> joking. Joking. Oh, this is it. A, yeah. Any? Uh, I don't even know what else to ask. I mean, besides, does anything else hurt? Let's see. He says from time to time, his left shoulder uh, hurts a little bit. But again, it's usually when he overdoes it. Um, it's not just like on a daily basis. So it doesn't feel like arthritis or anything. It just feels like, um, you know, gets it gets sore um, sometimes. But again, it's not... Now he's really out on a, like a million acres with a bunch of other horses. Are they the getting running around like nuts type? 
Should they get running out there in Colorado, Jamie? Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking oh. you. Is, she, is he the kind that runs around like a nut? I I, I mean, it's Zeus, so <laughs> <laughs> probably, but yeah, no, I mean, so we uh, he, he, he basically, I had to retire him from eventing because he kind of just did multiple little things to himself and it just kind of all added up to not being able to him not wanting to do mainly dressage anymore. Um, just like the collection and putting them all together in a package wasn't working for him. But I mean, this, this, this horse has been my best friend for you know, a very long time. And, uh, so yeah, it's, it's, emo- sorry, I, I'm I need a tissue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But anyway, and it, I don't even know what else to ask. I just, I'm so glad he's happy and that he understands and he wants me to visit more. So, yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is that you just didn't retire him to do nothing, you know, stand in a stall. He needs to feel important. And he does. He feels important. And he feels like he has a purpose and, um, and that he's, you know, extremely valued. Um, you know, cause he's got a pretty big ego. And so, you know, he needs to feel like, um, you know, he's do- doing something, doing something good, doing something where he gets noticed, doing something where, you know, people are like, Zeus. Um, and he said, he hears that a lot. It kind of reminds me of, you know, the old cheers, you Norm. know, series where <laughs> Norm, yeah, it's like Zeus, you know, and, um, and didn't so you say that- some of the people that live out there just love Zeus? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so yeah. the owner, the, the the head of the ranch, I said, you know, how's he doing? How's it going? And he said, he's the best effing horse we've ever had on the property. So that was, <sighs> you go. can tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> and tell him I miss he's, him he's, and tell him I love him. And, and just, I mean, so when I saw him last week, um, He's he's always been very present with me, like very attentive, very he he likes me. I've always known he likes me. He likes uh-huh, me best. Uh-huh. He doesn't like my kid on him. He didn't like not, not just me. He didn't like anybody else to ride him like it was my horse. And uh, when I saw him last week, I did my little whistle and he came trotting up to me and started licking me, which is never Aww. something he had done before. It was so weird. I was like, what are you doing? Um, so... And interesting. You can. Why didn't he like my kid on him? What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, he says that. Um, you know, he feels that he's a very experienced horse, and he felt like your um, child wasn't quite up to it yet, and it made him nervous. He, um, was he said nervous. because. Yeah, he said because um, I was afraid I was going to break him. Well, he did. So. <laughs> Broke his brain. Uh, that's interesting because he was, when I put my son on him, he was like, he was scared. You know, it wasn't like he was mean or anything. He just was very scared to have him up there. Yeah. yeah too much responsibility. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, well, thank you for doing that. We really appreciate it. How can people get a hold of you to, uh, to, you know, to use your services for their uh, horses or dogs, right? Their pets? Yeah, any animal at all. Yes. So my website is ispeaktoanimals.com, and they can go right there and book their own appointment. And you're in Montana right now. What are you up there for? Ah, 
So I, um, if you remember the story, I originally started out with a grizzly bear rescue sanctuary. My first, yeah, my first client was a grizzly bear. And so, um, I actually have a house in Montana and it's about four miles from the grizzly bear rescue sanctuary. And, um, every year they have an annual fundraiser called the grizzly gala. And so I am here, it's, uh, this coming Saturday and I will be appearing in person and you can actually see me in 3D if you're in the you know greater Montana area, and you can come and get a reading. Plus, support the bears. But all the money is being donated to um, the sanctuary. Uh, I, I really believe in their cause. They're a really great group of people that have dedicated their lives, you know, for these grizzly bears. And so, uh, yeah, I got here last night, and um, and I'm excited to head over there later today and talk to the bears. Um, and catch up with them because I haven't seen them for a, w- a little while. And then um, Saturday, I'll be talking to people's pets for them. Do oh, you cool. talk to bears? All animals, bears, tigers, lions, all kinds of animals. Are bears just unhappy about their food? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, a lot of times uh, they, um, you know, I, de- I definitely check with them a lot about their health and aches and pains and things like that because they're so stoic, right? Hmm. And especially wild animals well, tend to, to be, hide. Right? Because if yeah, they're not, they, they're dead. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And they have to hide if they have um, injuries and stuff because that makes them vulnerable. And um, so I talk to them a lot about aches and pains and, and that kind of thing. But also, you know, is there anything you need or is there anything we can you know, do better. Luckily, these bears, I call them gourmet bears. They're pretty spoiled, uh, which is lovely. And, um, but also when I first started off Brutus, which is the original grizzly bear that I talked to, he was um, a movie star and had his own TV show. And so sometimes he would shoot um, commercials and PSAs for Yellowstone National Park and, you know, that kind of thing, you know, being bear aware. And so a lot of times I would talk to him about, hey, you know, you got a, a gig coming up and this is what you're going to do and this is where you're going to go and this is how long it's going to last and, you know, those kind of things. So, and also talking to him about um, the the gala because, you know, people would come from far and wide to see him and, um, and he's a big ham, so he would pose. And uh, so uh, it was great, you know, um, unfortunately... The gal is kind of bittersweet these days because, you know, Brutus passed on a couple of years ago. And, um, but it's still, um, it's still a great place. There's a, a grizzly bear that's four years old. He's the youngest. He's the newest rescue. And he's, uh, his name is Max and he's eight foot tall and weighs a thousand pounds. And he's <laughs> like a toddler in a bear suit. So he throws logs all over the place and he's just hilarious to watch. So uh, it's it's a great place. Well, it's a great place, and it's a fun day. You have a wonderful time up there. Uh, it sounds like a fun time. It'd just be a fun time to go to, period. Uh, but you're, I, I think it's so exciting that you get to do this, and it's how you started, so you're back to your roots now. And it uh-huh. is ispeaktoanimals.com if you want to get your reading, and hopefully we'll talk to you again in the future, and maybe we'll do one of our listeners. We'll, we'll get one of our listeners' horses on here. That would be great. All right. Thanks, Leslie. Appreciate it. 
Well, we're sponsored today by Purina Animal Nutrition with three research-backed ration balancers to fill nutritional gaps in your horse's diet. Enrich Plus delivers a concentrated source of protein, vitamins, and minerals without unnecessary calories. Enrich Plus Senior features active age prebiotic technology and outlast supplement for aging easy keepers. Omega Match is rich in omega-3 fatty acids and vitamin E, great for horses without access to green grass. Find a ration balancer for your horse at purinamills.com slash ration balancers or visit your local feed store. It's time for the weekly look at your equestrian first world problems. This ought to be good. Weekly, monthly, whatever. Um, (laughs) It's it's, uh, irregular. It's a, the you're, it's time for your a regular look. At, <laughs> so, um, yeah, these are problems that our listeners have, and uh, they're happy enough to share. I think it's cathartic, um, to get it off your chest and to you know vent your frustration to the world. If you have equestrian first world problems, you have to become an auditor to participate. Glenn, how do they do that? Just go to horseradionetwork.com or horsesinthemorning.com and click on the auditor banner. And for as little as $3 a month, you too can join the party, be part of the Facebook group, help support the hosts. And, uh, it, and you know, we do a lot of things with the auditors that uh, we can't do with all the listeners because it's a much smaller group. It's easier. Uh, so if you want to become an auditor, we would appreciate your support. All right. Well, Carrie wanted to just let everybody know that she says, my horse is so perfect that it's very clear who the weakest link is on this team. (laughs) (laughs) Gwen says, my horse Banjo is moving 40 minutes closer to me at the end of August, and I'm so excited. But now I'm driving 45 minutes to see him, and it's so annoying. And it was always <laughs> annoying, but somehow it's worse knowing he's, like, about to be closer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Kayla says, I bought some super cool new tack that I want to try on my pony. But my husband's, like, been working uh, a lot, and I've been stuck with these kids. And she has <laughs> pictures of her kids. Yeah, you have to – you can't leave them there to go try on tack, just so, so you know. That's funny. Julia says, I finally, finally got the saddle I ordered back at Christmas. But my horses are at my friend's farm and it's an hour away. And I can't try until we bring them back home. And also I need a new saddle pad and a girth. And I can't just mix my old stuff with my shiny new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of problems in That's there. That's a lot, right? A whole there. lot. <laughs> Um, Time to just go back to bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jordan says, my daughter... Gets to go to a week-long driving camp for kids 10 through 14. And I have to drive her 30 minutes there every day and then go home and then pick her back up. And I don't get to have any of the fun and I want to go to that camp. (laughs) I always wondered how many parents were jealous of their kids getting to do this cool stuff. Oh, it is a real thing, Glenn. He signed up. Well, well, let's just let me paint a picture right now. Currently, as we speak, Lucas is at golf camp. Do you know where Chad is? At golf camp? He's right next to the golf camp at the driving range, pretending he was playing golf in the golf camp. And watching. <laughs> but this totally is watching. Chad's dream, to get him away from your horses to play golf. I know. Oh, my I God. Know. Chad's in heaven. No wonder Can he gave me the dog. You? 
my son is like, I am going to be a baseball player and a pilot. And I'm like, what the actual <laughs> hell is happening here? Nothing for me. That's Nothing? not what you had planned. I know. <laughs> I always tell him, I tell him all the time. I'm like, listen, you were supposed to be a girl and you were supposed to want a pony and we were going to go ride together and go to horse shows together. Okay. And like, I'm just going to braid your pigtails. I don't understand why you're a boy. And oh, you don't want to have horse. You know what's worse? He's going to end up on the golf team and you're going to have to go watch golf. Oh, God. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> That's almost like watching dressage. I don't, I don't know. Golf, 18, golf, watching 18 holes of golf or watching 18 rounds of dressage, I would have a tough time picking. In golf, you have to, like, get out and walk around and follow them. Well, at least you're getting exercise, though. In dressage, you're just sitting there. Sitting there getting sunburned. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That'd be a tough one for me. I wouldn't know what to pick there. Ariel says, my Sunday morning chores went faster than expected. So I went for a trail ride on my competition horse since we have some downtime. But then he got bit in the butt by a big fly and bucked me off and I rolled my ankle and there goes my good morning. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jeez, a lot happened there. <laughs> Jillian says, I spent the weekend streaming Tevis on every device in my possession, and now it's over, and I'm having withdrawals. <laughs> Isn't the Mongol Derby coming up? You can follow that soon. Uh, let's see. Obi says, I finally have the warm blood of my dreams. And um, 20 years of collecting horse tack, because I can never sell anything, and none of it fits him. It's 17-3. <laughs> <laughs> Man says, people keep offering me nice horses for free, and I could finally afford a new show horse alongside of our three senior horses, but this new job that I have pays for everything, which means I no longer have time to ride. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anne says, I'm finally getting decent enough dressage scores to ride the CDI. Oh, my God. But I have to go to Paris with my family on holiday instead. Oh, by the Shut way, up, I just man. looked up the Mongol Derby, and it looks like it goes live in one day. They start tomorrow. Oh, my tomorrow. God. Well, everybody get online. Uh, Nicole says, my horse and I did our largest jump yet, and I asked my friend to video it. And I got home so excited to look at the videos, and she videoed everything except the jump. <laughs> It's one of those, like, you know, you're videoing and you hit record, but you're actually hitting stop, and then you hit stop, and you actually then hit record. So I guess she got, like, the five minutes leading up to it and the five minutes after, and no jump. That sucks. It really didn't happen, Nicole. Sorry. It didn't happen. Alyssa says, I came out to the barn I came out to the barn to just drop off Adequin and instead rescued flying buckets and tack as a nutty storm rolled in. And the best part is I'm wearing Birkenstocks and a romper and no bra. <laughs> There's a picture. <laughs> Every once in a while, you got to run her. Even though mine aren't very big, I have to run around holding them. You know, like you just like, you're like, I got to get that. If you run, it's like, just to grab them, <laughs> grab and go. Um, let's see. Summer says, my Hofflinger has a beautiful, thick, long, flowing mane and tail, and she looks just like a Barbie dream horse. (sighs) But it's too hot, and I have to braid it, and she keeps messing up the braids, and they take forever, and future me would be really super mad if I roached her mane. (laughs) (laughs) Future you would be mad, but (laughs) present you would be really happy. Um, Let's see here. Chantel, okay, this is the last one, and this is... This is great. Chantel says, 
I used some absorbing horse liniment gel on my lower back after unloading those heavy green bags. But I got sweaty in all the heat, and the gel dripped south. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> it's like cutting jalapenos and you rub your eyes. But, like, you put liniment on your back, and it went to your hoo-ha. That's <laughs> so you know, so I'm staying out of this conversation. You're very quiet <laughs> with boobs and hooies. Like, just yeah. say nothing, Glenn. Let's yeah, just no, I'm just, hey, I wanna, hey, I'll change the subject completely. I want to congratulate Clark, one of our terrific auditors. Speaking of auditors, uh, he owns parts of a bunch of racehorses, and one of his racehorses won at Saratoga, Seize the Gray. I uh, love that name. I know, over the weekend, and uh, he actually got to visit Seize the Gray down here in Ocala. He was the one that helped us put our kitchen in. So, oh, uh, cool. So congratulations, Clark. Clark, uh, well and done. And seize the gray. And seize the gray. I wonder how much money he makes, like 29 cents? 30 oh, no, cents? you don't make money on oh. this. <laughs> <laughs> no. Even if they win, you don't make money. No, but no. you get to put up an awesome post, like, my horse won! won. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, thank you, everybody, for sending your uh, question first of all problems our way. We appreciate it. We'll post it again next month. We're going to ch- still try and do it. I know a lot of you missed it, and we heard about it, so we'll still do it once a month, because I know you have things you have to get off your chest. Unfortunately, we went a little long with today's show, or fortunately, it was a good show, so uh, Leslie's always fascinating. Uh, so we're going to skip the post-show today. We're not going to have time for that, but we'll be back with the post-show again on Wednesday. Anything else, Jamie? Where can they find you? What's the website or Facebook You page? can see. I've got a couple new horses in. You can check them out at Flyover Farm on Facebook. Jamie Jennings, Certified Monty Roberts Instructor. And I uh, appreciate all you guys being here. I'm going to go blow my nose because I haven't cried on the podcast in a while. I know. It's been a while. That was a hard cry, too. Ooh, spay neuter geld. Oh, mental note. Making that neuter appointment for my new dog. What's his name again? Murphy. Murphy. 